I'm I'm gonna wait till you get in position. Okay. Ah. Any minute now. Any day now. Okay. TJ, Kevin, how can this is an embarrassing question, but yeah, that's fine. How can I tell if I'm really in love? That's a good one. Um, you know, I don't think I can really answer that, but I do know someone who will, <gasps> and his name is Jason Bateman. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and his sister. Oh. shoppers please check out our new stock in aisle 69 hello and welcome to 69 sets special my name is tj and i'm kevin smith uh <laughs> fucking you dicks. <laughs> We're doing another uh, new old stock. It's a new old stock today because uh, we've been on a bit of a roll of terrible, yeah. terrible experiences. Of not watching things that we have an idea whether or not they'll be good beforehand. Well, I mean, okay. We've been using, I think, the wrong metrics. Okay. Uh, because we keep looking at the IMDb rating. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that, I think is a poor judge of actual quality because there there's some 1.8s that are fucking gold. Right, correct. But then there are some 1.8s that are tri- they're trash. They're trash. They're not fun Doomsday. to watch at all. 2012 Doomsday. Um so I don't know, we we kind of have to change up our vetting process, I think maybe. Yeah, we'll have we'll have to look at some more metrics. Although there Actually, you guys out there, let us know if uh, you want uh, I can't force you. Uh, are the episodes where we watch something bad that aren't fun for us to watch fun for you guys? Yeah, because, I mean... We'll torture ourselves for attention. Yeah, and, and it's not like, sure, I'm getting angry at a movie or something, but it's yeah. not, like, existential I mean, yeah, most of the time. This isn't Pain Olympics. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to make it... I'm not putting a jar up my ass and then watching it break. I'm not slamming my between two pieces of acrylic and screwing it tighter and tighter and tighter we found out we have like a 15 16 year old listening to this and hey uh yeah don't don't just don't hey kids actually you know what kids listen to this episode uh starting now yeah because uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got we got some useful information for you today yeah this is um so this is an episode of new all stock if you're new here New Old Stock is a sub-series where we watch things that we have either heard about or have gone out of our way to buy to watch, not in, like, the normal 69 essential cent special stuff is, like, stuff we've seen and we're mm. like, oh, let this is, I've never heard of this, let's buy it and watch it. Yeah, yeah, we, we physically go to a store, mm-hmm. pick it up. This, this, uh, New Old Stock is things like, we watched Mazes and Monsters for our last one, because we've known about that movie for a long time. Forever, and we wanted to see it. Yeah, and we did, and, and this is another one we've heard of, mm-hmm. yes. and also it fit our, hey, we haven't done an instructional video in quite a while criteria. Yeah, exactly. Um, and this is How Can I Tell If I'm Really in Love, starring Jason Bateman and his sister, Justine Bateman, as well as uh, Ted Danson. Who was in that uh, famous hit show, Cheers. 
You're right. Uh, and also The Good Place. Yeah. Uh, which uh. is which just ended very recently. Like, ended, ended? Yes. Cool. Had its last episode. I, I appreciate it when shows end on their own terms. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the way to go. Yes. You know? Um. So, we don't actually have a physical... Yeah, we don't have a piece of media for this. Don't have a box. No. To read. Um, yeah, this is available kind of the, on YouTube. It is available on YouTube. Uh, mm. I will put a link. Okay. Um, so we're watching. We're essentially watching that one, and uh, so we since we don't have like a box to read. Yeah. Or what do you got? Like that. The only piece of trivia I have about this movie. Okay. On IMDb is. Ted Danson participated in this film to fulfill a community service obligation he earned due to a large number of unpaid traffic and parking fines incurred in the Los Angeles area. <laughs> That's so Ted so Danson. So we're going to get some community service quality acting out of Ted Danson. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some very, I don't want to be here. Right. Um, let's go in a little Have bit more. Have you ever had to do community service, DJ? Uh, voluntarily. Uh, I've never bit. had to. About that, yeah. But, uh, so the answer is no. Yeah. Have you? Me neither. Okay, cool. We're, uh, we're milk little, toast. Good little Christian boys. Well, we're. Nah, never mind. One of us was little. Uh, so this was written by a guy, uh, written by two people. There's two writing credits. Two writers? Uh, Sol Gordon, S O L, Sol, Sol, Sol Gordon, and Rick Hauser, who is also the director. Okay. Uh, Rick Hauser. Let's see mm-hmm. what else he's done. Yeah, what's Rick Hauser up to? Uh, he was the director of what looks like a TV movie production in 1979 of The Scarlet Letter. Oh. Yeah. Oh, so oh, he's, a TV miniseries. So he's very down on sex. Uh, yeah. From Here to Eternity, Strong Kids, uh, Safe Kids, A Family Guide. Oh, that's about... Uh, that's got 7.3. Goddamn. Teaching your kids how to lift. Yeah. Uh, Call to Glory. That's a Jesus movie. It's got. Oh fuck me! Did we run into Jesus again? <laughs> no, I don't think this isn't a Jesus one. Although we're getting that Ninja Jesus is coming out. That's got an eight out of ten. Ninja Colonel Jesus. Colonel Rainer Sarnak. What a name! This is Call to Glory, by the way. Oh. A 1984 to 1985 TV series. Got it. Uh, Colonel Rainer Sarnak. Oh. That sounds like a like a he just like put a bunch of Scrabble tiles in a bag and pulled uh, them out. Yeah, Sarnak. That's a word. It's totally a last name. Has to balance his family and his duty as head of a flight group facing the political tensions of the early 60s. Actual historical events are part of various stories, as are the activities of three active children. Active, active activities. (laughs) Um, (laughs) They're active children. Craig T. Nelson was Colonel Rayner. Oh, shit. Craig T. Nelson? Yeah. He was a coach, I believe. He was. You're correct. Uh one of my uh, professors in film school wrote for Coach. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Apparently, he was also Coach in Young Sheldon, Coach Dale something. Yeah. Um, he's Bob Parr in The Incredibles 2. What? What? Yeah, Mr. Incredible. Craig T. Nelson plays Mr. Incredible? In at least Incredibles 2. I don't know about the first one. Well, he had the same voice. Uh, you're right. First one as well. My God, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, look at that. You learn something new every day. You should know about day. Craig T. Nelson. He's an actor. Yep. He's not. A, he's not affiliated at all with. How can I tell if I'm really in love, though? Correct. Okay. So he's really, not. really, we got that. That was more of a Wikipedia a, sort of thing. Went down a rabbit hole. No, well, he is because the director of How Can I Tell If I'm Really in Love. Uh huh. 
directed the show he was starring in. Okay. That's how they're related. No, but he's not in this that's, video. Well, that's what I was asking. Okay. He is not in this video. Yeah, I know. Um, I'm trying Justine to... Bateman has exists. A, has a less illustrious career than Jason Bateman, I feel. Yeah, she was on Family Ties mm-hmm. and Arrested Development. She was in Arrested Development? Who Nelly? I don't know who Nelly is. Not not the rapper. I don't um, know who the rapper I, it's is. It's probably like a one episode thing. Well, because well, Jason Bateman's in that show. Yeah, yeah. He's the he's Michael uh, Michael Bluth. Yeah, yeah. Um, Desperate Housewives, Criminal Minds. Have you seen? Have you seen Arrested Development? I've seen clips. I haven't sat down and watched it. Yeah, it's it's quoted a lot in with uh, between people uh, we know, mainly you. Yeah, mainly me. I quote um, it a lot. And I've heard uh, illustrious things of about it. Here's here's my thing about Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen the latest season. I didn't uh, know there was a latest season. So okay, so there's four seasons. Mm-hmm. They were on TV, I believe. Yep. No, three seasons that were on TV, and then Netflix did a fourth and fifth, I think. Okay. Um, this is a thing where I'm going to check myself later. Before he wrecks himself. Uh, I, I should. You, actually, do me a favor. Yep. How many seasons are there of Arrested Development? I'm sailing away. Arrested Development. Arrested Development. Yeah. How many seasons does Arrested Development have? Hey. A computer. A computer. There are 84 episodes. Okay, well, that doesn't tell me a whole lot. Yep. Okay. Hey, IMDb, can you make it easier to fucking find this shit? Oh. It's probably under the episode guide. Yeah. Five seasons. Five seasons. Okay. So, uh, I'm pretty sure Netflix did the fourth and fifth seasons. Okay. Um, I saw up through the fourth season. Let's see. Season three was 2005. Mm -hmm. Season four was 2013. Then yes. Season five was 2018. Yes. Okay. Um, Got it. The thing was... There's an episode called Not a Pussy? Yes. Okay. Uh, there is an episode called Not a Pussy. Um, the first season is forgettable. Okay. Um, it sets up a lot of running gags, but you can pick them up. Sure. Um, they were still getting their feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of shows are like that. And it, I think it's shorter than the other seasons, too. So like. Okay, gotcha. Um, season two, it picks up. Season three, it's really good. Season four, I believe, uh, initially tried to do an asynchronous storytelling oh uh like non-linear yes got it um where they followed a particular character or pair of characters for the period of time that they're going on oh and each episode is like a different character yes interesting and it all comes together trying to david lynch this shit um i mean david lynch is a little bit more off the wall the problem is sure that the central appeal of arrested development is seeing these people interact Mm -hmm. yes and when there's a fucking episode where all i can see is david cross acting like an asshole (laughs) for 30 fucking minutes that feels like the longest fucking half hour of my entire life by the way if you want to hear my incredibly perfect david cross impression listen to our 2012 doomsday episode oh yeah what (laughs) You did do it perfect. Pussy doodles. Pussy doodles. Imagine that for 30 minutes. <laughs> That's called Tim and Eric season three. That's what I'm saying. Oh. 
but like, okay. I watch so that on a weekly basis. David Cross in that show plays a character named Tobias Funke. Mm-hmm. Uh, Is it pronounced Funke? It's Funke. Okay. Uh, and Tobias. Got it. No. I, I always thought it was funk. It, they say that, yeah, that's a joke in the show. Oh, okay. Um, and his, his deal is that he's a psychiatrist, but he's insufferable. Got it. And, uh, and also, he's a really bad psychiatrist, and he wants to act, and he's bad at that, too. <laughs> he's bad at everything, which is a really funny... Is that, is that where the analropist bit comes from? Yes. Okay. <laughs> because he's an analysis. And, and a, a therapist. therapist. <laughs> so he's, he's an a- analropist. <laughs> but it looks like anal rapist. Uh, and that gets him beat up at least once. Uh, he also, oh. He's also a new start. Anus tart. <laughs> See, that reminds me. There's a, uh, there's a drummer uh-huh. uh, in like the prog metal circle. Yeah. Uh, named Anup Sastri. Oh. Uh, m- total meme lord. Fantastic drummer. Sure. But uh, he also refers to himself as anus pastry. <laughs> exactly. That's. Um, he also. Uh, he was not there. At, at one point, David Cross, as Tobias Funke, mm-hmm. wants to join the Blue Man Group. <laughs> so okay. he paints himself Clap. blue to yeah. go to the audition. <laughs> it's it's very funny. And that's the thing. He's very funny when he's interacting with other people and you get him in small doses. Right. His episode ruined that entire season for me. So are you saying you would hate Mr. Show? I would. I do hate Mr. Show. Okay. No, actually, but Mr. Show, he's interacting with, with other... With Bob Odenkirk? Right. Yeah. He's interacting. That's true. Both of them are funny men. Yes, they are funny men. Um, the problem is... Or, and then, here's the thing. After a while, they recut the whole season. Oh, my God to be more like a regular Arrested Development season because they were like, okay, we're going to do it like this, which is a very interesting way to tell the story. Almost experimental. Because Arrested Development does this thing where it keeps bringing up stuff over and over and it keeps mattering again and again. Yeah. Um, And so it's really interesting when you see like, oh, okay, so this is happening at this time and then this is happening at the exact same time and they reference each other a little bit. Mm -hmm. And like you see the patterns happening across the entire family and then... The last episode is them all converging yeah. on one. And it's actually very satisfying once you get there. The problem is I didn't like the whole episode of Tobias. I haven't seen the recut season. Ah, okay. So I don't know if that fixes that problem because now it's smaller doses. So what you're saying is you want to ask, how can you tell if you're really in love with Arrested Development? How can I tell if I'm really in love with Arrested Development? <laughs> TJ, what do you expect from this? Dude, okay, so... Thank you for getting me back on track. You're welcome. So the reason this is on uh, New Old Stock is that Mm. this was referenced in an episode of Best of the Worst by Red Letter Media. You know, the the YouTube channel we steal everything from. We do. Uh, They're actually way better than us. You should should just watch them. Just watch them. Uh, Fucking uh, Macaulay Culkin shows up a lot. He does, and he's lovely. He seems like a fantastic dude. I would listen to his pizza-themed DJ. All the time. Anyway, he seems like a wonderful man that loves gone pizza. through gone through a lot and come out the other end uh, a better person. Hopefully, hopefully. I mean, he seems like a nice guy. I mean, he's he's cleaned up. He has. He has cleaned up a lot. You know what? I'm proud of him. You you do you, Mac Mac Macintosh. Mister My Macintosh. name is Macintosh. We could have done. We blank should have watched check. Blank Check. Fuck. Fuck. Do you want to cancel this and watch Blank no, Check? No, we'll do a different episode on Blank Check. You want to just do two going to hold stocks in a row? <laughs> Maybe, <laughs> but anyway, uh, uh, so uh, where were we? 
Uh, I just got, I just went on a blank check tangent. It was on uh, Red Letter Media. Yeah, it was on Red Letter Media. So um, I know the I'm expecting this is 1986. Yes, is when this came out. Um, and so I'm expecting that late 80s, early 90s that flavor flavor of video, and we haven't had that in a, quite a long time. We haven't. And it's something I'm missing. We've been fluttering around '90s, 2000s a lot. Yeah, especially early, especially 2000s. Yeah, we've been, because we've been watching a lot more like movie movies. We've been hovering around there, and I think I think it's about time to get back to our yeah, roots. We're getting back to uh, so yeah. I'm expecting to uh, be told uh, to be told some shit. I'm I'm expecting to uh, enjoy Ted Danson. Oh yeah, it, it, possibly in Ooh, a weird way. Do you, do you think there are going to be skits? Are there skits? Oh, oh, I don't remember. I hope so. I, there are songs. There are songs? Uh, Kind of. Oh, I love yeah. kind of songs. Yeah, they're kind of songs. Oh, they're not songs. They're songs. Salmons. They're almost <laughs> uh, That's Pesalmus. another joke we've stolen from, I've stolen from John Mulaney. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I haven't watched this stuff in a while. Uh, Although you did uh, put on, what was it? The... Box lunch. Oh, uh, John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. Sack Lunch Bunch. That's a fucking fever dream, ain't it? It was a very good fever dream, though. Yeah. Y'all, go watch John Mulaney and the Sack Lunch Bunch. Give that man a little bit more money, because he keeps turning it into gold. Dude, he is he is, he is definitely a, a, com- a comic on the, ed- on the modern edge of comedy. He's, he's got that pulse. Got the, he's got the pulse on comedy. I'm not sure it, whose one, pulse he has. One but thing it's... I like to... God, we just keep going on tangents, but this is fun. Um, one thing I really like to think about mm-hmm. is when I was Dogs. in the early 2000s, oh. when I was in high school, uh-huh. I watched a lot of Comedy Central Presents. Yes. And a lot of stand-up. Mm-hmm. As did I. And it's so interesting to think back on the stand-up that I watched then compared to now. Oh, yeah. It's fascinating. Dude, um... Pablo Francisco, I would, I cannot stand anymore. Is he the the tortilla little tortilla? Yes. Okay, yeah, little tortilla. It was just so interesting. Like, not only like personally have my comedy tastes changed, mm-hmm. but also just knowing what was popular back then in yes. terms of comedy. Like, Absolutely. you had Dane Cook, <sighs> you had Carlos Mencia for for worse, you had um, <laughs> you had uh, the guy who was on Mad TV that did Frank Caliendo, Frank Caliendo, who was yeah. sort of a one trick pony. And yet, he got a lot of mileage out of that one trick. That's a that's a long lived trick. For yeah. a while, he was a mascot on our like, sa- on like a lot of like safety ads that we put on like buses here. Interesting, Frank Caliendo. Yeah, did he have like a- he had a show? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting. He was here for a hot minute. Um, and like the Mad TV and and like the the tone of that comedy compared to now. Where now it's gotten a lot more abstract. It's gotten a lot it's, more surreal. Well, I think early 2000s comedy was edgy for the sake of edginess. And very, very, uh, I don't want I don't mean aggressive in terms of like, er, er, I mean aggressive in terms of it's in your face. Right. Like that, that was early 2000s and, comedy. And now when, when you see an edge here, it's, it's a precise cut. It's a katana. Yes. Versus a broadsword. Exactly. Exactly. And also, there's a lot more subtle humor. Yeah, absolutely. A lot more. Uh, it's it's interesting because like back then it was like, oh, they're gonna say a fuck word. They're gonna say the f word. And then nowadays it's like, we expect that, so it's undermined. Right. Because exactly. like we're gonna we're gonna start with this like, 
um, like clean, like, hey, uh, anyone got sisters? And like this sort of like taking that like yeah, yeah. old school, like, oh, clean family comedy and then twisting it into something yeah, yeah. Holy, like ridiculous. You know, I love that. Eugene Merman. I love him. You know what uh, really embodies that for me? Uh, how can I tell if I'm really in love? <laughs> Absolutely. The 50-year-old video. Cut. Is it? Fi- no. No, no, no. It can't be. It's it physically cannot be. 34? 34. Jesus. Yeah. 1986. Because that would be 14 to 2000. This yep, film 34. is old enough to be listed on a MILF site. <laughs> How can I tell if I'm really in love with that MILF? How can I tell if I'm really a MILF? <laughs> How can I tell if I'm really a MILF? Okay. All right. Jesus. Uh, Okay. All right. Think of exactly one thing from this. Um, the fucking kick-ass credits theme. The credits theme was cool. Um, uh, uh, the the old guy was weird. The old guy was fucking weird. Uh, Ted Ted Danson had a lot of like a creepy vibe to him for some reason. The one thing that men want is sex, and uh, rightfully so. (laughs) Uh, He also did that thing where he would laugh and like rub under (laughs) his nose. Yeah. It was. was, Uh. Anyway. Welcome back. Oh, hi, jeez, I didn't see you there. Well, we still can't. How can I tell if I really love? I still don't know. Uh, as far as we know, you you can't. There's no way. There's no way. No one can feel love. Well, you can feel love, but you can't tell if you're really in love. because No one can feel love. I mean, it really, is a void. Really, An empty void of emotion. Really? The human existence. Sorry, I was channeling that, like, goth girl. I don't think she was saying that. Well, I think she was more like the cure sort of goth. Have you listened to The Cure? No. I probably have heard a Cure song. Um, There's probably a popular one. Friday, I'm in love. Oh. Sunday, Monday, happy day. No, not that one. <laughs> no, that, it's not that one. It's Friday, I'm in love. I believe that's the I'm cover. in love. That's the B-52s. <laughs> what if they covered that song? That'd be great. Uh, uh, what if the B-52s covered every single song? Sunday, Monday, happy days. I'm a Barbie girl. <laughs> Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. See, now that one works. That one works really well. This movie was, well, it's not a movie. This instructional video was fun as fuck, although it went 8 million miles per hour. Yeah, dude, Fucking okay. goddamn people complain about our generation having ADHD. Yeah. Jesus tit fucking And I Christ. have ADHD. Yeah, holy shit. Yeah. This was insanity. It was, it was Then again, it was so... the 80s. Everyone was on coke. That's what I'm saying. It it, yeah. it was it was fast. It was furious, and it was very into abstinence, uh, which makes me furious. <laughs> it, I, to be fair, mm-hmm. the one person that actually appeared to be like a medical professional giving advice. Oh, she was great. She was very good. Because we we were worried uh, early on that this would turn into a one of them abstinence education things. Right. And so while there there was a a bit that Justine Bateman came on and said like, hey. We can you can skip over this next part if you want, but we're gonna talk about like some some sex shit, some like uh, you know stuff related to like. Pre- Sorry, I was I was jiggling. Stop! And uh, that was a cucumbery burp. And um, did you have any cucumbers? No, the pickles. 
Oh, I see. The pickles. That's a Dane Cook bit. Jesus Christ. And we're back. And um, and so there was the there was like a little embarrassed couple asking questions. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and so they asked like, how can we prevent pregnancy? And like she says, the only one hundred percent surefire way to avoid pregnancy is with abstinence and then the the teens immediately come back with well we're not gonna well we're not. gonna have sex so like, what we've already th- talked about we're gonna and so she's like okay let me give you the methods and we're like thank you yeah, it's, exactly. it's not just like a don't have sex you fucking heathens or you'll burn in hell next to democrats i don't know um i mean yeah no it is uh um jesus but i might um, cut that <laughs> are you gonna cut that i don't know did you cut that or, or i'll put something funny hey future tj did you cut that I don't know. I cut myself. Cut. Into pieces. Cut my life into pieces. Cut my life into pizzas. <laughs> I don't know how to do the next line of that. This is... I, yeah, I got nothing. This is some cheesy bread. <laughs> <laughs> this is my stuffed crust. <laughs> Pepperoni. No bacon. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that was... <laughs> Sorry, that was Last Resort by Papa John's. <laughs> yeah! Oh, fuck Papa John. Oh. He's a dick. And their pizza is mediocre. Mm. At best. Uh, I will fight to the death on that. Uh, speaking of things I'll fight to the death on, this video um, didn't have a whole lot like of small individual moments to talk about because it moves so very quickly it's so quick it's it's crazy it's hard to, for me to pinpoint like when things happened all i got is a step ladder a step ladder um there there's a repeated uh i like how i turn to look at the audience <laughs> uh, there's a repeated gag where uh you're not gag but like a, a clip that they Bit. use yeah. uh where this uh young girl. woman yeah uh i mean they were high schoolers this high school girl uh like turns towards the camera over and says, her shoulder a stepladder <laughs> yeah and like the first time we get it we're like what the fuck because it's it, there's so many bits where it's just like a clip 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 yeah clip, clip, or clip. like or like a, a shot of a high school going <laughs> yeah there's that guy what was the one uh, the guy on the stairs that they used five times oh the oh um it's just a feeling no no like when i'm with someone i love it feels good or something like yeah, that. Yeah, They use that like fucking a lot. Um, this looks a lot like someone, they f- just got video toaster. Yes. Yes. And they're going nuts. Yeah. Since since there's no real through, through thread, through line. There we go. Of plot through this whole thing it's it's sort of like an instructional video for fucking students of high school but a, a lot of the instructional videos we've done have been like hard sections yes this one had sections it's more freeform though. but the, yeah but they felt very flow i think they were trying to be hip and cool yeah um and trying nobody to is understand as hip the cool. kids nobody is as hip and cool as ted Danson. that's very true um, very true he th- did look i don't know how old he was here he was probably 30s 30s probably mid 30s I'm gonna guess. Eighty-seven. I don't. That was. I mean, eighty-seven 86. was. Eighty-six was thirty-four years ago. How old is Ted Danson? I want to say in his sixties. Let's look maybe. him up. Maybe. Ted Danson. Ted Danson, American actor. Here he is. Really great show. Forty-seven. Oh. He was born in forty-seven. So yeah, thirty. 
Yeah. 2930. 2930. Wow. Yeah. Shit. Or no. Yeah. 47 to 80 to 86. That's a, he's nearly 40. Wait, sorry. Repeat that. He was born in 47. This oh, yeah, 39. Yeah. Wow, he looked good. He looked very good for a 39. I mean, yeah. he looks good for 72. He looks great for 72. Like 72, wow. I'd fuck him. He's a fucking silver fox. I mean, he'd probably fuck me, let's be real. <laughs> he'd fuck anything. But uh, I, I'm more saying he's a top than a... Anyway. Um, Beyblade? It's like a... I'd let him rip. My asshole. <laughs> I wouldn't let you rip anything. No, because whenever I rip anything, people die. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get to rip ass. <laughs> you've probably heard it a few times on our episodes, uh, or you've you've definitely heard me complain. You've about heard the it. reactions to said rippage. Um, they never <laughs> once suggested. So should I? Whenever I feel one of them weapons of war approaching, uh-huh. should I start going Beyblade, Beyblade? <laughs> <laughs> I want you to do that exactly once. <laughs> and I want you to do it like around people that do not know this setup now. Right. Or surprise me later because I will forget. Okay. I will Just die. completely out of context. Like, yeah. Baby, God. Baby, baby, let it. <laughs> just, just tear ass. <laughs> Even better if it, if it is a rank one. <laughs> That's my that's my Panzer right there. <laughs> what are they dragging, dude? I haven't played uh, Beyblade. And... They all had like different uh, monster like, names. What Turtle Virus? I don't fucking remember. Turtle Virus was one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, There's also um, Splatoon Tiger. Yeah. <laughs> Zero Suit Samus. You know. Yeah, yeah. All the all your favorites. Uh, the, um, Jason and Justine Bateman were weird in this they were the, the, like you mentioned the framing of scenes where they were in so usually it was whenever just, they're in the same scene together yeah it was ju- uh jason bateman on the couch usually lounging right and justine like they didn't allow to sit on the couch it's fucking weird she she was allowed on a few chairs but she but, was like, like she was like sitting couch. on the ground leaning on the couch but the right. way it was framed was very like this is a couple right it yeah. was very like this is a cool comfortable couple it was very flowers in the attic I'll take your word for it. It's a book about incest. Oh! Yeah. It came out in the 70s. Ah. Summer of Love. Wait, that's the 60s. That is the 60s, yeah. The Summer of Incest. Apparently. Mm. And Fuel Crises. Mm. Yeah. And Jimmy Carter. Jimmy Carter. Remember when we had a president that uh, they made not do their business anymore? Jimmy Carter had a peanut farm and they made him give it up. Oh, gotcha. Because that's when they like cared about that stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Peanuts. Do 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 do. How to tell if you're in love? Do do do. Oh yeah, we're talking about a thing. Yeah. We never really do find out how to tell if we're really in love. But it was it was a lot of just relationship advice. Yeah. Which might have been a little premature, given how old the kids. I I don't know. I know when I was sixteen, seventeen, right? Which is their demo here. Unless, mm-hmm. or younger, but like definitely 16, 17. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I would have listened because I was a little nerdlinger, but I don't know <laughs> like how many average teens would have like listened to literally any of this information, like at all. Mm-hmm. You know, about half of them were already fucking. Exactly. So it's like, the fuck's the point? Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. Sorry, I was type. I was texting. I know you're texting. I'm actually very irate that you're texting. We have a fucking the irate show. gamer. I'm the irate gamer. <gasps> I've become him. Wow. What a piece of shit. What a fucking donkey ass that, shit. That's, that's a. That's not the irate gamer. He also did stuff like that. That's true. He he was a. Uh, coasting on the pigtails uh avgn do you know do you know that full story uh i think i saw a video a long time ago about him but i don't know the full story now um so are we getting some youtube history let's get some youtube history because hey. uh, i watch quentin reviews and so should you hey um his uh his uh fallen titan stuff is pretty interesting that's this is actually where i got most of this information oh cool uh, actually the entirety of this wow okay uh so the irate gamer mm-hmm. uh he his first few like episodes uh, were made basically between him and his friends. He was never meaning sure. to like completely understand. Have completely. this be big, which is why he was stealing blatantly from James. Yeah, Rolfe. and you, that's fine to me. Like he was right because yeah. when you're starting out and you're not intending for it to go anywhere, you're blatantly stealing from the people you're taking inspiration from. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but then YouTube uh, started to see that angry video game nerd, angry Nintendo nerd at the yes. time. Is the angry Nintendo uh, was getting huge amounts of views, so they were like, "Oh, logically, we should feature him on the front page." But he swear he's he's very acerbic. Yes, he uh, has an acidic tongue, which for the time was all the rage and because it was YouTube, the new media. You could say words like "crap," and uh, irate gamer was very slightly cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> so they featured the ever-loving shit out of him. Ah, okay. Uh, and never put him up. He's there. like if they took an AVGN episode and replaced. It was like he was like the PAX version of AVGN, but or uh, not that extreme. N- more extreme, because he was also like shittier. <laughs> no, uh, well, I, like PAX the the TV channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know PAX. Okay. It, um, he he wasn't quite that censored. Okay. He he still said shit. Oh, gotcha. But okay, so more like. TV version of the movie. Yes. Okay, got it. Uh, TNT. Mm, TNT mm-hmm. after 8 p.m. Got it. Okay. So it's like you can still get it, but it's censored enough, so it's not going to scare people. That was the that was the idea. Got it. Uh, got he, it. he ended up... They'll like, take out Spaceballs one fuck. He, he ended up being like pretty much just as like languagey mm-hmm. as uh, Senor Rolf. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, Senor Rolf. Uh, everybody, Ed boy. <laughs> we went to two t- totally different Rolfs. We did. I went to Muppets Rolf, and you went to Ed, Ed and Eddie Rolf. I did. Ed boy, life has many doors. Ed boy. <laughs> um, Fuck. what a show! What a, what a show! Uh, speaking of what a show, really good show. Uh, but but the irate gamer didn't do the things like, oh, he beats up. Bugs Bunny and the Bugs Bunny takes a shit on his face. <laughs> you know? Why am I laughing? What's up? I mean, uh, probably just remembering AVGN. Right. Because it's yeah. funny. Yeah. Like, or, or it was. Yeah. I it's completely immature humor. I don't know if I still, I don't know if I find it funny. See, there are some things that I genuinely found funny. It, well, talking from the me now perspective. Sure. If we're talking me in high school, it was fucking hilarious. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, but past me has no taste exactly compared to me now yeah um so now like i'll watch it 
and it's sort of like a ah AVGN. Yeah, like, yeah. Like it's a, it's like a comfort a, thing. Yeah, it's like ah, it's a comfy blanket. Even his like new stuff. Yeah, but sometimes like every now and then there'll be like an expression he does, or it, it's always his physical comedy that gets. Yeah, him. and I'm just like oh, okay, <laughs> or or some I laugh because there are some things that are just so stupid. Yeah, that I laugh so hard. Yeah, like yeah. uh. Like, like take the Spider-Man episode. This game sucks my spider balls. <laughs> so stupid. Right. But I fucking adore it. Or, or Mike Matei just going fucking nuts uh, as the Joker. Castle my asshole. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Attack of the Joker. Return of the Joker. <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck is happening? Like, uh, basically. I, I laugh out of protection of my own mind. Yeah, exactly. It's, I mean, one can argue that's why we laugh. Yeah. Yeah. It's to protect ourselves from the surprise. Yeah. Overwhelming emotions that your brain doesn't know how to deal with. Yeah. Speaking like of love. Like, huh, but how can I tell if I'm really in love? You can't. Oh. You can just tell if you are in love, but not really. I mean, can anyone really? Let's get philo- philosophical. Teacher. Sure. Can I, anybody really tell if they're really in love? I don't know if anyone can tell like if they're really in love. I can tell, I believe people can tell when they are in love. Yeah. I think the harder distinction is infatuation versus love. I think that. Because they're very similar, especially in the beginning. And and telling healthy love from. Yes, yeah, 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 that's a big one. From like unhealthy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because like every person values something different within a partner and in a relationship. Yeah, exactly. So like if, if someone is getting like the most important thing out of the relationship, like even if it's unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You, that usually like the person's like no everything's good because I'm getting this thing that I really uh, deep down want yeah, like absolutely. validation or or uh, just the fact that you have a partner grilled or cheese sandwiches grilled cheese sandwiches or um or free movie tickets and um <laughs> I don't know <laughs> <laughs> that one was very specific yeah I don't know I was guessing on that one but uh <laughs> whoa sorry anyway I, every fucking time I, well sorry I'm sorry. I understand. Yeah, fuck. Um, but yeah, like, I I don't know. I mean, what 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 is love? What what what? Baby, Baby don't, don't hurt, hurt me. me. But um, no more. <laughs> yeah, I I think it's because they never really define it at all. No, and can it be defined? I don't know if it can be. It because I feel like it's different for each person. Yeah. A- at least like the physical response of said thing. Sure. I, I know um, I don't, like, when I was a teenager, I would get the, like, little heart sickness. Yeah, or, like, the tummy butterflies. But, that, or, but I can't tell if that's just, like, a crush. Well, like, that never happens, like, anymore. Or just, like, a raging fucking hard-on. Well, that happens all the time. Yeah, that's true. I, I never don't. It's like it's like a fucking tombstone glued to my crotch. People listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, people are listening to this. <laughs> Anything we put in this. How can I tell if I'm really funny? You can't. <laughs> you can't. Just got to fucking shoot your words out your mouth hole. Uh, shoot your word load. <laughs> mm. You ever regret? <laughs> I, that's my secret. <laughs> I'm always <laughs> regretting. I always regret. Uh, no regrets. I'm um, eating that regretty spaghetti. Oh, regretzos. Uh Regrettos and meatballs. <laughs> so, in lieu of our normal questions, because I think we're we're about it. Are you sure? Are we? I don't know. It'd be a relatively short episode, but well, okay. Let's talk about sure the 
um, like presentation. So not necessarily the subject the matter, but the but the but the, the presentation. Right. Let's awful. talk about god awful, <laughs> gaudy as fuck. I could not tell what the fuck was happening at any given time. The editing it was. was it's actually very hard to tell what people were saying because they would cut so close to the words. Yes. Yeah. The editing was ludicrous. It was. It was like. Okay, we have to fit this in 46 minutes. Exactly. Because we have a four-minute section of people talking about doing it and how not to get a baby out of it. Right. So and we, we got to wrap everything else around that. we have a 25-second credit sequence. We have that music video in the middle. We only have 13 minutes of Ted Danson footage. How do we get the rest? And like they were like, uh, also, we only have like 40 minutes of footage, so we got to use six minutes. Over and over and over. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of... It, it felt very choppy. Very choppy, very video toaster. If I if I was in a 1986 school mm-hmm. and I was watching this, I would be asleep. <laughs> <laughs> it, no, I, like, I wouldn't How be able to fucking I pay attention to it. I'm falling asleep. I, <laughs> it's pretty easy, actually. Uh, I mean, you know, some people can Then you can't. wake up the next morning. Some people can't. Can't tell if they're falling asleep? Like narcolepsy? Oh, that's true. It's a good point. Sleepwalkers sometimes. Yeah. Well, no, they're already asleep at that point. I, I know, but I can I can think of like. Have you ever like fallen asleep I've, at like I your have desk and accidentally you fall asleep? fallen asleep? Yes. Like falling asleep at your desk and like you fall asleep into a dream. Uh, not that, but I have fallen asleep in class, um, and I couldn't tell that I was falling asleep. So that's a good point. Yeah. So I guess I can't tell how I'm falling asleep. And the only reason I know that I fell asleep in class mm-hmm. is because the person sitting next to me took a picture. And then he showed it to me. I'm like, oh my God, I was asleep, wasn't he? He's like, yeah, dude, you passed the fuck out. I'm like, <laughs> God damn, I must have been tired. The He's only like, time yeah, I man. fell asleep in class uh, was in choir in mm-hmm. middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, were you I, singing a lullaby? No, I had a migraine. And, oh, fuck. And uh, we were actually watching Sound of Music that day. Oh, it was just... So the teacher was like, you just take a nap. Yeah. I'm not going to ask you questions. The hills are alive with the pounding of my migraine. And I think she was also hungover. (laughs) Oh, I mean, I I think she was hungover as well as me having. So she's like, I feel you, bro. Like there was that look of under of like deep understanding. Yeah. Of like, I empathize. There's a reason why we're watching the sound sound of music. music. Yep. Instead of hearing all of you little bastards sing. (laughs) Uh, Because she could have put on some like fucking stomp or whatever. Yeah, or like Blue Man Group. Right, and that would have killed her and me. <laughs> yeah, I think that's the only time. I, I, there's got to be other times that I've fallen asleep in like some class, but I don't remember. That's the one I remember. Yeah, yeah. Mine was because I had to wake up at like five in the fucking morning for high school because it started at like 7 a.m. Jesus. It, yeah, it's. I think I also Fucking did. Vegas, yeah. And uh, they've actually done medical studies uh, that is hurting teens. Yes. Well, my whole thing is when I was in middle school, Mm -hmm. I would just naturally wake up at like six. Right. But as soon as I got to high school, since my body's like, oh, growth time, I I just wanted to pass the fuck out all the time. Yeah. I was a tired boy. I still got all my homework done, but I was a very tired boy. Yeah, Yeah. And to me, it makes like... I get well. The argument is like, oh, well, it's got to be like uh, the, this way for because parents who go to work. I'm like, or you could just switch elementary school and high school times. High school starting at like nine, 
mm-hmm. elementary school starting at like seven because then the parents of the younger kids can drop them off before work and the kids that are in high school who you presumably say stand at a bus stop or at, at late in their later high school years have a driver's license can take themselves right like I, I remember what like after high school you just walk to the movie theater walk to taco bell like all that stuff but like I, it just you would do shit after school I know I was a fucking weirdo. I I I went straight home. <laughs> Most days I went straight home. I, I went straight home because that's where melee was. That's true. I usually went home because that's where WoW was. Oh, um, in my in my later high school. Yeah. Uh, I think it was about sophomore year when I started. Uh, wow. Yeah. Freshman year. Well, it came out in two thousand six. I believe so I was. Yeah, it must have been sophomore year. Yeah. Sophomore, junior, yep, yep. I was a sophomore. Terrifying. I know. I found my old high school yearbooks. They're up in my room. Are they awful? I also found my elementary school yearbooks. That one, I can't make. I can't make fun of like elementary school age my friends, right? Because like you didn't know exactly, and like hey, you weren't dressing yourself. Exactly. No way. I in wore hell. polos. All fucking the fucking nerd. time, dude. I didn't dress myself. Shut Dortlinger. Up. I had a bowl cut in third grade. Yeah, I. Uh, but but also, yeah. I got no room to fucking talk. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking nerds. Um, How can I tell if I'm a it, massive nerd? Uh, it's pretty easy. We're on this podcast. Um, yeah, we're on a podcast. So the presentation really for this, they also had a lot of clip art. Yeah, all the creepy clip art. <laughs> oh god, it's choking me. But like there were like there'd be like the right half of the screen is just like a high school student sitting and talking about right, shit. Right. And then the other And then side. like slowly on the other side of the frame just like this huge like, like woman's face. 50s comic book style artwork would start yeah. creeping into frame and I'm like what the flying fuck is happening? Or a giant phone. Yeah, yeah, where they frame that this poor girl who's telling the story. Yeah, telling the story about being in a relationship that the, she left because she realized it was not one she wanted to be in. Right. Like something completely natural and completely understandable. And they're just like, hey, what's the who's giant this giant phone? phone you fucking... And I mean, yeah, it's kind of like humorous. Sure, but... Because it, it looks like, oh, she's talking to a giant phone. But she's not telling a silly story. That, no. That, I felt kind of bad there. I was like, you don't, you don't need to really this. make this silly. I don't no. know. I, I think the idea was they're taking this like, quote unquote, serious subject. And trying, trying to lighten to, it up. Lighten it up because they're aiming at 80s high school students. Yes. And I understand. I get it. I've seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High. I know what the 80s were like. I saw titties. There were titties in that movie. So presumably there were titties in the 80s. I'd hope so. That's how children nurse. Look it up. I wouldn't I- trust a baby to be a nurse. <laughs> They don't have a How can I tell if my baby's a nurse? <laughs> well, are they tired all the time? They're tired all the time. They they yell a lot. Yeah, they get angry. They have really long hours. They poop. They're they're, they're the ones that. Well, I mean, most of us do. And uh, there's a uh, they give like va- like vaccines and shit. What? Most. Most of us poop. Who doesn't poop? That's that's a good, that's a my good question, audience. That's my children's book. Who doesn't poop? <laughs> Who doesn't poop? That's a good question. Let's 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 toss that one to the shoppers out there. Shoppers, Who doesn't poop? If you have if you don't poop and possibly have never pooped, please email us at you jerks at sixty nine cents special dot com. <laughs> please email us at cdc <laughs> at cdc dot gov. 
Because <laughs> we need to study you. Yeah, because you are a specimen. Uh, if you unless can... you have like a colonoscopy bag, that doesn't count. If I'm you... counting that as pooping. Okay. All right. Here's a here's a what if. Oh yeah. Here's a hypothetical. Are we doing like a Marvel's what if? Yeah. Okay. Um, if you, I'm trying to think of something that would rival the first option. The power of a Death Star. What's the first option? Uh, never having to poop. Oh, or or. I know. I know. See, because I, <laughs> I can't think of anything that I would give up more than the ability to poop. Because, like, my poop time's precious to me, man. It's my... Is it? Like, I... Would you not give that up? No. I poop at work. I'm getting paid to shit. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Boss makes a dollar, I make a dime, so I take a shit on company time. Ah. <laughs> uh. I get actually some fucking quiet time at work. That's true. You go to a stall, you lock the door, you read Reddit for 10 minutes. It's great. I could. I say I couldn't poop. I I made it. And what what is a better feeling than dropping a fucking redwood out of your ass? (laughs) There's a lot of better feelings. I don't know. But uh, like just the, eating a nice apple. Oh, dude, apple. Have you tried? I don't know. Well, probably I have not, not had a cosmic apple. Yeah, the cosmic crisp apples. If you're in the Pacific Northwest, specifically Washington, specifically suspiciously Washington, Suspiria, Washington. Yeah, if you're in Suspiria, Washington, um, try the cosmic crisp apple. It was a a breed of apple breed mm-hmm. strain. I don't know. An apple, a type of apple. A variety of apple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was uh, bred and created by, I think, University of Washington. It is U, U of W. <laughs> U of W. And um, it was designed to be extreme, have a very long shelf life. But also be very tasty. And very, it's very tasty. And the reason it has such a long shelf life and the reason it doesn't rot quickly at all mm-hmm. is it has so much fucking sugar in it. Right. That the bacteria physically can't, like, get into it. So it tastes amazing, but it's probably the worst apple you could eat because <laughs> it's so oh, much sugar. Uh, it's so good, though. Disclaimer, if you have diabetes, do not eat the Cosmic Crisp. Granted, apple. they are complex carbs oh, that's as true. compared to simple sugars, it's, so it's, it's like, a little better. Right. They're more natural sugars, but it's still a so lot sugar. of sugars. So don't just have that as your only intake. They are delicious, and you do get fiber if you eat the fucking uh, skin. The wrapper. The skin, yes. Um, the wrapper <laughs> you know the plastic that it comes <laughs> yeah. or the sticker oh, the stickers are edible are they yeah yeah is, the, is that all true the, on all, all the fruit uh, i think most fruits that you can just eat whole the stickers are edible wow yeah that makes I a whole lot of out. sense and i would never test it no it's fucking insane like i'm like, like just peel it off it comes off just peel what it. do they adhes- what do they use for adhesive then i think probably like egg something Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's a very, it's a very not like weak adhesive, but it's some very, sort of like edible adhesive. Though. Yeah, exactly. Some some something that's sticky but sticky edible. but not glue. <laughs> exactly, not cyanoacrylate. Ooh, that's a that's super glue for you Ooh. people out there. Ooh. Uh, also, fun fact about cyanoacrylate. Oh, um, please! It was uh, designed to be a battlefield wound closer. That's why your skin immediately bonds when you put it on your fingers. Awful. Yeah, because it's designed to close a wound in a, on, uh, on the battlefield so that afterwards they can actually treat it. Hate that. Yeah. 
So if you're in an emergency and all you have is a bottle of super glue and you get like fucking stabbed, go for it, dude. I'm not. I'm not your dad. I, I'm. We're also not doctors. We're not doctors nor survival experts. There are like specific types of super glue designed to f- to fuse skin, but normal super glue for things that you're not like dripping into your open organs. That's what I'm okay worried about. Yeah, don't do that. But like, put it on like on the outside, and then like closing it that way, it'll like instantly bond. So you can like seal a ble- bleeding wound. I assume for a while. For like, until you can get to actual medical care. Yeah, and then seek medical attention. Yeah, don't just seal it and be like, I'm fucking good. No, no, <laughs> seal it and then be like, I need to go get stitches now. Right. Or I need surgery because I just injected a bottle of super glue right into my small intestine. <laughs> right. <laughs> Which is my big concern. Yeah. Now I have this lump of off-gassing plastic <laughs> within my small intestine. You know you know that... Uh, have myth- you ever had your eyes burn from like super glue off-gassing? No. Cool. Have you? Yeah. Why? I do a lot of model building. That's true, you do. Yeah. And... Uh, I don't interact with super glue very often. It's, I mean, not 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 everyone has to. Um, and I would I would argue probably most people don't. Yeah, but if you're into like uh, miniatures or model building, mm-hmm. um, not as uh, like there's some noxious fucking shit. Yes. that we deal with. That's why I have like that little fan with the the um, yes. fume. I see uh, cover on it. I see that. Um, like super glue nowadays, especially is not. You have to put a ton down before it starts off gassing, and right. like the fumes are getting to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I don't use that much nowadays. But like when I was gluing big stuff together, yeah, you you couldn't be like right over it because your eyes would start to like water. I and so you're like, oh, I don't I'm like gonna the, back up. I don't like the concept of that. Yeah, because um, it does off gas. But uh, yeah, don't snort it either. You also off gas. <laughs> I off gas a lot. I am like a human bottle of super glue. Wow. When I spit on things, they instantly bond. That that is weird. What? Um, that is weird. Yeah, my my uh, fumes cause people's eyes to water. That's true. Yeah. Um, TJ, Kevin. In lieu of our normal questions. In the loo, our in, normal questions. <laughs> in the water closet. Yep. Uh, in the water closet. We wouldn't show this to our moms curtains. because they already know all of this information. Yeah. And we wouldn't show this divorced. To, as was mine. Hey. Oops. Uh, listen, the the ability for people to get out of relationships that they are not it's important uh, into is important. Correct. And it didn't fuck me up that bad. My parents divorced when I was 18. Mine when so I was one and a game. half. We're on exact opposite angles. <laughs> right. And plus my parents divorce was very mutual. So Yeah, exactly. There was, so there was no... They like still see each other on holidays and stuff, but it's it's not... It's like just like a... Uh, it wasn't a pol- fucking nightmare. Yeah, it's like a politeness thing. Sure. Not, they're not like at each other's throats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luckily. Yeah, both of us are lucky in that way. Yeah, exactly. It was just like, this ain't working. Okay. As you do. As you do. Speaking of not working, would you show... <laughs> what we're doing right now? Yeah, it, we're, we're basically there. Yeah. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Um, Would you show this to teenage you? <sighs> I would mm-hmm. in an attempt to get me to do anything about getting a girlfriend. <laughs> Just to wait your ass up. Yeah. Like, like, sure. I, I, I didn't put in zero effort. I did ask 
two girls out oh. through my four years of high school. That's And they both said no. Of course. Uh, one, because she was Mormon and I didn't get it. Uh, two, uh, because I got prom sniped. Um, <laughs> this was senior year. Uh, Sorry. It's like eBay, you know? It, it's like uh, stream sniping, but... <laughs> exactly. No, it was... Uh, I set up this whole elaborate thing uh to ask this girl to prom uh-huh and uh it was for like a monday so like on friday i was talking to the, the teacher that i was gonna i was setting it up with yeah, and, yeah. like i'm gonna do this and you you give this to her and like it ha- it's a poem and someone else and, like and that sunday uh one of her exes asked her to prom and she said yes not fault of her own she didn't know of course um and then that mon- monday she felt very very bad have ha- had you and her been like talking and like we were friends we know each other. But had you been like flirting and flirting I, the possibility I mean, around? I have no idea. I'm completely flirt blind, but are you? Probably. That explains a lot. Yeah. About us. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I keep buying him grapefruit. <laughs> he doesn't understand. And I keep buying him grapefruit and he just gets mad. Because I can't eat them. <laughs> uh, really fuck with my meds. Uh, and the grapefruit. Um... With the dick. So you would show this to past you? Yeah. Um, mainly just as... Like it's a, just like a primer for, like, life. And, like... Like, the, sure, parts of it I'd be like, that's not going to happen to me. I was very self-aware. Um, uh-huh. I'm like, I'm never going to get a bonner in a girl. Like, that's not going to happen to me. <laughs> I dressed up as Ash Ketchum one Yeah, time. I was that's Ash Ketchum for Halloween in elementary school. That's not going to happen. I don't remember what I... Did I do Halloween in high school? Oh, probably not. I think I was Harry Potter once. That does not shock me. No, that was still elementary school because that was in Phoenix. Almost assuredly. Yeah. I don't remember. I, I, I didn't do Halloween proper and... I don't think I did either. I, fe- I think I felt I was too old for it. It wasn't that I felt that I was too old necessarily. It's that someone had to hold down the fort while the rest of the... Yeah. People were out. Yeah, that's true. I, I definitely recall like going on the trick or treating well, like, trip. I remember going trick or treating in my neighborhood I lived in, right, in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So that must had to have been at least middle school because I moved here when sure. I in seventh grade. I think middle school is like in the range. And I think I was doing Halloween in middle school. I definitely was, but, but I think that was like when I was waning on it. But I was like, just like, yeah, I don't, I don't eat this much candy, that sort of thing. Oh no, I was I've never getting, had a big sweet tooth. I was getting so. into candy at that point. Oh yeah. Because like, like candy, yes, uh, yeah. nose candy. Um, yeah. that, that good, good. I. Uh, that's not what that means. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going trick or treating for Coke. Uh, Have a Coke and a smile. <laughs> ah, sweet! I got rock. <laughs> um, snorting pixie sticks. I did that one time. It says ligament. Ow, God. That would have... It sucked. Yeah. It was the worst thing I've ever I done. I remember in middle school watching a kid snort a crushed up M&M. <laughs> he was a fucking moron. <laughs> did he die? No, he was just an in incredible pain because he, he didn't even crush it to a powder. He crushed oh. it to like... Shards. Yeah, it's like when you hit an M&M with a hammer once and you decided, yep, that's good <laughs> enough. They fit through a straw now. Boom. Ah, you know, like you do in middle school. 
I don't even know the kid's name. I, this was like the first week of middle school. I'm in a new city. I knew no one. When I walk into the cafeteria, I just find a seat to enjoy my bagged lunch, uh-huh. uh, not having anyone to sit with because I was brand new to the school and sure. I didn't know anyone. And just at a table nearby, I'm watching this kid snort a fucking M&M and scream in pain. And I was holding back laughter the entire time because I didn't want to get fucking punched. Because I didn't know who I was dealing with. What a hell of an introduction to Las Vegas. That... I don't remember much about high school and the th- or middle school. And the uh-huh. things I do remember about middle school are pretty tragic. So it's uh-huh. that. Hit me up. That and a kid committing suicide. Ooh. But yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to talk about that. Even though I didn't know much, it was a very maturing experience. Um, yeah. But. Good God. It was, it was, you know, fuck it. Let's talk about it. No, let's not. Uh. Uh, the only thing I'll talk about is I have never been to a place with that atmosphere before that or after that. Yeah, it well, was middle school has no. I don't even. Mil- I mean, I mean a middle school after someone had killed. Themselves. Oh, sure, sure, sure. That was that was life changing. Honestly, that was just yeah. so. It was incredible. I imagine in a in a in a like fucking somber, not like in a this is awesome sort of way, like in a like <laughs> yay, like the original meaning of the word awesome, awesome, yeah, yeah, filled with awe, yeah, like. Not harrowing in the suffering sense, but like, ooh, like it was heavy. Yeah, it was heavy. A very, That's all. I'll say very about dense that. atmosphere. I don't want. I don't want to bring this episode further down than abstinence-only education. So, which this wasn't. No, it wasn't. That's good. Um, I've never had abstinence-only education. I had strongly suggested mm-hmm. abstinence education. And uh, I was in a nerd school at the time. So we were all like, check. Yeah. Done. Covered. You got it. Yeah. You don't know your audience. Uh, or or rather, because we were all nerds, maybe it was mm. necessary because, I mean. The choices are limited. <laughs> well, that and like, I mean, when you get a group of nerds together, some freaky shit can happen, dude. It can. It can and it will. We we have friends. We do have friends. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) i peaked the mic with that one you've peaked a lot this episode i do i turned myself up because compression anyway sure um i need to get like an actual fucking mixing board would i i don't know if i would show this to my past self no i think this might confuse past me i i i can see that i was much more successful in the dating ring than you were oh yeah well that's because you Attempted. <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah. So, so you're I, already 100 percent more I mean, successful. And I also than tended me. to have like friend groups that were like f- full of the opposite sex. Right. I mean, I had like friend friend groups with girls in them, but yeah, it was I just mean, we were like I was the token boy. Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, in a few. Yeah. And also, like, I'm not gonna brag or anything. But when you're in middle school and you're a huge cock and you're going to (laughs) Yu-Gi-Oh regionals. Oh, dude, dude, put away that dick. Like you are swinging it in my face right now. uh, What what were you running? uh, Zombies. Ooh. Uh, So I was losing every time. (laughs) All Uh, that zero defense swag. It it wasn't zero defense so much as it. it, I was a value deck Mm. uh, that wasn't fast value. Mm -hmm. I had to build up to it. Right. Uh, and right around that time was when uh, chaos was hitting. Oh, 
So uh, that was what Invasion of Chaos era. Invasion of Chaos. Yeah, exactly that. Where um, he had a uh, Chaos Emperor Dragon and Black Luster Chaos Soldier. Soldier. Yeah, or a uh, Chaos Sorcerer. Yeah, that was the one that pissed me off the most. Yeah, because um, I. I didn't really see Black Luster Soldier very often. I think he got restricted pretty much immediately. Yeah, he was busted out of the gate. So I think um, they very quickly took but, the axe uh, to him. But Chaos Sorcerer was allowed to stick around for a long time. And that pissed me right the hell off. There was one regional I went to where I played against uh, six people. I stayed all all the rounds mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, because I was a loser. Mm-hmm. And I had nothing better to do that day. So I did at pre-releases, yeah. Well, I mean, but like at like regionals, if you lose two, you just drop. <laughs> yeah, just, just leave. You're good. Um, but like... I wanted to, you know, play Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, hell yeah. Shockingly. What? You go to a fucking event um, to play Yu-Gi-Oh? What kind of game the, are you? I won w- one. Hey! Of the Well, t- okay. I won two. Mm-hmm. One was against a guy who was playing a deck worse than mine. I mean, I, that's, I think he, that's the beats. I think he was just water. Sure. Which wasn't very good. Not back then, no. Um, well, it, it didn't have like a tribal unity. Mm-hmm, or whatever mm-hmm. he just had umi well there were there were years later when like a water attribute deck you could actually do right but like but not not an invasion of chaos no um he he lost he lost hard mm-hmm. um i think he wanted to do the yadagarasu lock Ooh, yada lock baby. but that got banned immediately beforehand i oh. believe because <laughs> i didn't because <laughs> i didn't see a single yada well yeah. and he was pissed off because it got because uh, I mean, he couldn't bring what he wanted to bring it's like, dude, you got to follow the ban list, bro. I know it sucks because people like I understand the anger when like the deck you're playing, the core part gets shot by Konami. Yeah, but but Yada was also fucking busted. Yada was also absurd. The Yada lock is basically I'm going to play Yu-Gi-Oh and you're not. Right. It, it's your opponent can't play the game. Yeah. You can't um, get cards. So he was mad. The other game I won was against a child who had um, bootleg God cards in his deck. <laughs> And I had to explain to both him and his mom that those cards aren't technically allowed to be played. In our, yeah. They can be played with your friends. Like just around the around schoolyard, the, whatever. Yeah. If you agree, that's fine. You're in a tournament you're setting. At, you're at a sanctioned event. Um, that's not really allowed. And like he started to fucking like tear up, yeah. I could tell. And I was like, uh, listen, I can give you like advice on your deck that because, you know, he's DQ'd now. Right. Yeah. I Sorry, got time. Buddy. Yeah. Uh, and his mom was a very nice lady. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was just there to drive him. Well, and and she was like very invested in her son's like yeah, that's hobbies. sweet. Yeah, uh, that's I think sweet. she kind of understood how the game is played. Wow, which is fucking fascinating. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and like go that mom. He uh, You're cool. I hope he's doing all right. I yeah, hope they're both. He probably doing all right. is. With a mom like that, I hope like he that. got out of Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I hope he ran far away from and that little boy. Was Simo? <laughs> oh, Alex Simo. No. Simo. Watch Simo. I don't even play Yu-Gi-Oh, and I watch that guy. I I I have a frustration with Simo. Yeah. Because I've been watching a little bit more of him because I saw in when he's a Vegas boy. Well, he's a Vegas boy, and I do support local talent. Mm-hmm. Um, but he had a video where he and his friend were playing with only old cards. Oh, uh huh. And that got me kind of nostalgic. I was like, ooh. Yeah. Ooh, I remember yeah. those. Yeah. I kind of want to do that. And then another part of my brain's like, you don't have money. Good point, brain. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, brain. You saved me. <laughs> but uh but uh, ow. One thing I don't like about him is that he never explains what any of the fucking cards do cuz he knows, yeah. He knows what they do and mm-hmm. he's expect he's expecting 
an audience that also knows what yeah and generally his audience is of that correct but like mm-hmm. okay so take um in the magic sphere Tolarian community college love him he understand his audience is primarily like invested gamers right yes but whenever he does a deck tech he does explain all the cards and why they're there he's very thorough and they're about the same length as a semo video mm, i see what you're doing saying. a deck tech but he mm. doesn't explain dick got it i feel you and i'm like i really would <sighs> like to know what these are doing and how they interact yeah give me give me the core flow especially since the deck. I'm, i have no idea what Yu-Gi-Oh is about now yeah my uh my playing Yu-Gi-Oh story i played Yu-Gi-Oh for a total of six months yeah and um this was and I, like i never played it seriously like i remember the first thing i bought of Yu-Gi-Oh was starter deck kaiba starter deck kaiba was the better one of the two i just like blue eyes i thought he was cool it was also better he's all got three thousand attack he's so big um that deck did come with all three no it did was it, come with one? it was one blue eyes one lord of d and one flute of summoning dragon That's those were the foils um and then i also got a starter deck pegasus mm-hmm. just because it was all the and starter deck joey i i had purchased every starter deck for a while wow the only one i didn't have was Yu-Gi-Oh or yugi anyway um well because uh the friend that i got into it with mm-hmm. had bought kaiba so i was like okay i'll buy yugi to yeah exactly to play against you and he fucking walloped me every single fucking game until just... i realized oh he only has two good cards in there huh yeah cool kill those i win yep dark hole um and so i played a little bit i knew how to play yeah uh if you were to ask me how to play now i've uh i, I could tell you how to play old Yu-Gi-Oh. yeah yeah like the original rule set master rule one um but i went to the sneak peek mm-hmm. for elemental energy i think it was what the fuck was that one this was in the heroes era so gx oh yeah i had um, stopped by then so elemental energy which i guess now is looked back on as a very good set oh um but because that that one sneak peek scared me away from yukio well, because it was complicated then right not the complication i got oh. i understood the game okay but just who i played against i was like i don't oh like they were these intense pe- not even that it was just like my god i thought i was a nerd like it was all like it was all like ultra weebs oh god and i was like i can't handle this i can't <laughs> like like the, so, some of them were very nice there was not a wet seat in the house there was like one there was like one girl playing there and she was very friendly and like of I, she was we sat like diagonally from each other and i'm like i don't know what to do and so she sort of walked me through it a little bit yeah. I'm like, oh you're very nice thank you and she, she, I mean, she was on the on the anime side, but sure, functional. Listen, Yu-Gi-Oh is a weeb game. It's a very yes. It's, it's a either a weeb game or an or a meme game. And increasingly, they're the same thing. Exactly. Yeah, it's sort of converging on Edge Lord, but um, yeah. So I like I played it and like I just I don't know. Like with Magic, like the competition I enjoyed. Because mm-hmm. I felt like I could learn things. Yeah. And it, and it tended to be more mature people playing Magic. And I don't necessarily mean... And I'm not disparaging people who play Yu-Gi-Oh! at all. But at least from my experience in this city, the people I played, I've played Magic with mm-hmm. have tended to be either older, uh, more adult, or... Um, in general, calmer. Calmer, yes. That's a good one. Like, sure, every now and then you have that opponent that you just want to end the fucking game and leave because you can't handle them. Right. Sure. 
But nine times out of ten, the opponents I've faced, even if they trounce me. Right. This was like when I just started playing Magic. My first pre-release was Guild Pact. Hey, Guild Pact. That's like early. That's like 2003. That's um, a that's a hard. That's an old set. That's also a hard one to pre-release. It was because if you uh, don't get one guild, you're fucked. Exactly, and luckily I got enough to do like gruel. Yeah. Um, and so, um, but like I got stomped multiple times. Yeah. But each of my opponents was very gracious. Yeah. They were very understanding because I was like fucking thirteen. And and also like at a pre-release especially like mm-hmm. the stakes are comically low. Well, these this was at the time when pre-releases were at the big over sixty people, and they were at the like sunset. Yeah, the sunset station or yeah. stuff like that. They and were like, renting winner out gets rooms. a box, and you always had that group of like eight players that were like the magic tournament players. But like from they're Vegas. gonna get it. Yeah. So basically, people were like their top eight, whatever. We don't care. Everyone, else, even like some of the people I played that were like super competitive, they were generally fine. Right. Like they're like, hey, I'm gonna beat you, and I'm like, right. okay. But it wasn't like a you're fucking garbage. Blah. Right. They were like, no, hey, none of that. like, I got it. And like, more so than draft, I think draft can be hardcore. Sealed. The difference between draft and sealed. For those of you who do not play Magic: The Gathering, and I know we're going over, but I don't not care. Nope. Um, draft you open packs and then you pick what you want out of them correct uh, and you all take turns you take what you like one card past the pack and then mm. you get past there's the a pack. lot of skill in that there's a lot of skill and you can tailor what you're getting a lot better mm-hmm. so ten, your decks tend to be a lot more focused a lot more focused and a lot more consistent with sealed you just get six packs yep build from that and there's no way in hell you're going to have a really good consistent strategy most of the time. Unless you're our friend Brandon. Yes. <laughs> who is very good. Who And very ungodly lucky. Y- yes. Who opens fucking, I still can't get over the fact that he got all the tools for white black zombies in Amonkhet. I cannot get over <laughs> that. He got all, every tool. He did. He did. He got the Lord. I think he got multiple copies of the Lord. He, he. You can, you he can refute me on this. good shit. Uh, yeah. He got the tap boy. I was mad. Yeah. I was so he he tends to be mad. either first or second at any pre-release. Granted, not the pre-releases this, not we this played. last one. What? No. I think he was like third, wasn't he? Okay, he's usually top. He was sick though. I think. Yeah, yeah, he was not feeling well. But no, uh, that was the one before that, right? No, that was the last one. Was it? Uh, last one was uh, Theros. Yeah, that was the one. He, he was, was sick. Yep. Um, Time blurs, dude. Right. Um, but no, our pre-releases nowadays tend to be like twelve people. Yeah, twelve people max, and, and they're super casual and they're super fun. Like I don't, I've I sold off like my collection, but mm-hmm. I I keep like my decks that I play yeah, with. Yeah, yeah. But I just go to pre-releases because they're so fun. It's like everyone gets a sealed I got, pool and because I play Popper uh-huh. a lot now. Um, Popper's a format where you only play with commons. That's my and it's cheap, uh-huh. dirt cheap. I think a an okay competitive deck is like fifty bucks tops yeah at most like a really expensive one is like 75 like mm-hmm. that's ungodly expensive for yeah. the format and in Yu-Gi-Oh, that's like one copy of a tournament worthy card uh i think pioneer one of the stronger decks is like 380 dollars. fuck me because it's running like all the dual lands all the all the shock lands uh shock lands aren't even the most expensive dual lands anymore what are check lands Mm, yeah those are good check lands are very very good because they can come in on tap for free yes um and they key off of shock and also shock lands have been reprinted like a million billion times that's true i think shock i really like shock lands the shock lands are my, probably my favorite dual land mm-hmm. i mean from a power standpoint check lands are obviously better sure but i think they're the most reasonable yeah 
Because, like, sure, they have the basic land types, so you can do a little more with them. Right. But well, the and come in, into play tapped unless you pay two life, I think, is a very fair trade. And in Pioneer, you don't have the fetch lands. Correct. Which are busted as all hell. Um, but anyway, um, I play a lot of Popper, mm -hmm. which means uh, pre-releases are actually kind of a good value yeah. assessment for me because I'm getting mostly commons. Yeah. Um, You're getting 60 commons. Almost all of my like almost all of my friends do not play Popper, mm -hmm. and so if there's a common that I want, I just give it to you. Most of the time, they just hand me a common. Like it's three cents. What yeah. the fuck are you gonna sell it? For? Yeah, I'm not gonna spend that time to sell a common. Like, yeah, yeah. it's twenty five bucks. I get to have a good time. Yeah. I get to see what commons are good. Hang out with your friends. Get a free pack if you lose all your games. <laughs> uh, which I didn't this time. I know, right? I think I, I went 3-2? Three, 3-2 two? Three, two or 2-2? Two, two? I went 2-2. Two, two. Yeah. I think I went 1-3. You did. Yeah. But only because you threw the last one to me. I think you would have beat me. Yeah. I, I My deck was very uh, inconsistent. Yeah, but mine was very consistently bad. Mm. Well, mm. you remember. Yeah. I had really good cards in it. Yes. If I drew them. Yeah, that, that's always the killer. It's always the killer, and uh, it was. But I completely underestimated. I'm very the power good of at building cards. the best possible deck out of the cards that I have, and then that's not very good. <laughs> well, and then not drawing the cards you need to make it full power. Well, that and also like I just have a low power like pool. Pool. Yeah. I'm very good at having a low power pool. I think if Brandon and I were to each pick a box and then we swapped, I would have had the better box. Yeah. He he's fucking magical. He's a those, he's a those. wizard. Anyway, TJ, Kevin, uh, let's wrap this up. Okay. Wrap a slap. So how can we tell if we are really, we're love, we're... Um, I mean, the general consensus from the film is uh, if you need to have sex in order for it to feel like a worthy relationship, you're probably not actually in love. And then cut to music. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the central like thing. Yeah. That's the, yeah, they just cut to music and then... That's the whole point. Yeah, it's like, if sex is not a test of love... <laughs> yeah that's basically it though it's yeah and it's okay advice yeah no it's it's reasonable advice wrapped in a fucking mental package yeah like it if you're on cocaine it it, it makes, makes perfect, perfect sense. sense yeah yeah unfortunately i am <laughs>